Welcome to the Heart to Biz podcast, the show for people to share their heart behind what they do. Be reminded why you started and discover what keeps you going. Here's Laurel and Shasta. Hi, I'm Shasta. And I'm Laurel. And on this episode of Heart to Biz, we have a very special guest. She's an attorney here in the Sacramento area named Tanya. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We're really excited to hear about your heart and what you do here in the Sacramento area. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, you know, Tanya, I know you're an attorney and that you mostly do like trusts and estate planning and probate stuff. But I think you have a pretty interesting story how you got to this place in your life and your um because um, it really shows a lot about your heart is like how you made this journey to where you are. So why don't you tell us how you got into being an attorney that does uh, trust and probate mostly? Well, I used to be prior to being an attorney, I used to be a real estate land developer for residential construction and a general contractor. So no, I wasn't out on the job site, but I had general contractors working under me. And building homes, communities, planned developments, planned unit developments, and working with families and sales and real estate for years. My mom was a real estate broker for years. So real estate's always been in my background. And I went to law school and I got into foreclosure law. I started helping families that had been, they were in the process of foreclosure or had lost their homes in foreclosure that were wrongful. So going up against the big banks, you know, the big guys and fighting to keep these people in their homes. I mean, they being, they're being evicted. I had families that, you know, were going through a divorce because of it, heart attacks, major health issues as a result of all of this going on. So I got into the foreclosure world and I thought, okay, this is great, but how can we stop this prior to it getting to this point? And that's how I got into estate planning and probate. So estate planning, I work with families to prevent anything going into probate, which is a court order and a long process, which we'll talk about a little bit today, I'm sure. And so it's really working with the families, their primary assets, real estate, and how we can prevent foreclosures or stop foreclosures so beneficiaries can get the benefit of their family's assets. So it's really interesting. I enjoy working with the families and saving a lot of heartache and there's a lot of compassion. And I mean, it's a sad time for everybody. So it's, it's really important to treat them, you know, delicately and understanding because I've had numerous family members pass away. I've had lots of family members. I've had to do this on my own prior to being an attorney. Now that I'm an attorney, I get more of the process. But it's just really understanding what the needs of everybody is so we can get get through the process. And I love that because half your practice is stopping this from going through probate. Right. And the other half of your pro, uh, pro, uh, your um, practice is the people that you didn't get to talk to before they passed away. Now their the family's legacy is trapped in the court system and people don't know how to deal with that. Correct. And a lot of times people do nothing. And then when they do nothing, then there's a foreclosure because nobody's paying bills and they don't know what to do. So, right, that's the next step of where we can help them. Pretty much anything from A to Z we can do in the estate planning world. There's lots of scenarios that can happen. 
what have you learned is the best way to handle people who do not agree throughout these situations? Oh, you mean the beneficiaries don't agree? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, essentially the law is the law. Mm-hmm. So the, the law either goes by intestate succession when nobody has a, a will or a trust and the law dictates it. So I didn't write the law. We just are here to push it through the court system. And I can't advise beneficiaries. I usually, you know, I'm retained by the trustee or the the executor, somebody like that. So, I mean, again, treat everyone with respect and explain as much as I can, get them to an attorney that can help them so they can explain, you know, understand the process more fully. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you learned that you cannot please everyone. Oh, never, (laughs) never. There's always somebody that's not happy and that happens. I mean, it just part of the process. Mm-hmm. So what made you go to law school? Like you're, you're tooling along doing real estate mm-hmm. and you decide to go to, to law school. I mean, <laughs> law school. <laughs> so um, I decided to go to law school. Um, I was in the middle of custody issues with my twins. Mm-hmm. And so I just saw that the system was very broken and I wanted to make a difference and decided I was going to go to law school to see if I couldn't help the system and help my own case, <laughs> my dad. And predominantly that was the reason. And I got into the system and realized, unfortunately, unless you're a law in you know, lobbying for new laws, I couldn't really help people. So instead, I wanted to help people in a different aspect that combined my expertise. And I can't even say expertise, just my history and my experience in real estate. And so I was able to do that and still work with families for the best outcome for everyone. And, you know, there's still a need. I I still run into cases all the time where the banks are just making things 50 times harder than they have to be. They are. They don't admit fault. And I mean, some of my cases, if they would have just admitted fault, we wouldn't be down the road three years settling a week before trial or on the day of trial, I've settled a case. And that's unfortunate because that just causes more dollar signs for banks and mm-hmm. a lot of heartache for the clients. It's, it's sad, really, how the system doesn't work. Yeah. Again, back to the laws changing. <laughs> And what do you do on those really hard days as an attorney when somebody can't see the value in you helping or they just don't want to take your advice on, on what you're trying to tell them to do? That's hard. I mean, if, if they've retained me and you're not taking my advice, all I can do is explain all of the different scenarios that can happen. Yeah. And they nine times, 9.9 times out of 10 will come back and say, I should have listened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you not listening caused more work and more effort, which costs you more money. So at the end of the day, I'm not telling you to get money out of you. I'm telling you to save you money. If you don't want to listen, I just have to go clean it up if I can clean it up later. It is pretty funny, though, how, how stubborn people can be, huh? Yes, they can be very <laughs> stubborn. And I've had clients that even though they might not know it's right because they don't like the person on the other end they're fighting with. They just Mm -hmm. want to fight. And that's very unfortunate because that's again, dollar signs coming out of the estate or out of their pocket. Shouldn't come to me. It should go to the family. The legacy wasn't intended to fight. Mm -hmm. It also seems really hard that 
you were helping these people in these really tough situations, whether they lost someone or they're thinking about losing this person. How do you go in there with empathy and heart, not just as the, as an attorney, but somebody who truly wants to help them? Well, I've been there and that's what I have to tell people. I've been there. I've lost so many people, unfortunately, and it's really hard. And the best thing you can do is if you're talking about creating an estate plan, you don't want your family to have to make these hard decisions for you. The best thing you can do isn't leaving them money is to make sure that they're going to be okay. And being okay is having your estate plan set up. That's, I mean, that's really one of the best things. The other part, as far as compassion is you just have to treat them with compassion the entire time because they're going to have good days and they're going to have bad days. And those bad days are the days where the tissue box is on the desk and you just have to work through it. I've been there. I've done it. And there's not a lot I can say other than I'm here. We've got you and our team of people will help get you through it. Sometimes you just have to listen. Hence comes the word counselor. (laughs) (laughs) You wear a lot of different hats. Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah. I know that Laurel deals with a lot of situations too and and her line of work. So we definitely understand having values and standing in those values and doing it with the heart because that truly makes a difference. I mean, there's so many different attorneys out there. So what advice do you have for somebody who is trying to recommend one of their clients um, to see an attorney and what should they look for? What types of questions should they ask to, to find the right person to work with, to help them through their situation? I think they should interview a few attorneys. I mean, referrals are always the best way because somebody's already worked with them before and can say, well, they're good at this, they're good at that. They need to interview people because just like your medical physician, you have a rapport with somebody and you're going to talk to me and my office a lot in this process. You have to hit it off with them. You have to have rapport. Not everybody's going to like me. That's okay. They need to find someone they can work with because there are lots of attorneys out there. Lots of them have different approaches, different styles. I don't treat my clients like a lot of attorneys do. And that is, this is my job. I'm here to help you. If you don't want my help, it's okay. I mean, it's really, it's okay. I'm here to assist in the process. I'm not here as a dictator. I will tell you what needs to be done. But at the end of the day, they've got to, be comfortable with that person. They've got to have confidence in that person and they have to like their bedside manner because some people are very short, sweet. I don't want to talk to you or they might be demeaning or talk down to them. You've got to find what works for you. And that's number one. Also somebody who can listen because, you know, we all kind of, it's not that we speak in different um, um, languages or anything even, but in different ways. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. I mean, and you got people with different, I mean, I brought you cases like this where they've been living in the house. The person died 10 years ago. Somebody's been living in the house. Now everybody's got a hair up their butt to take care of it now. And they haven't ever taken the house through probate. And they got somebody who's living in the house, not making any of the payments and, and then there's back taxes and stuff. And now everybody's like, you know, help fix it now. We need this fixed in the next 30 days and it's not possible. So, you know, it's not possible that quickly. Probate's a process. Trust administration is a process. 
So it, it's really going to vary. It takes time. There are certain things within the law, within the code that we have to follow and we have to make certain steps. Could you you explain the benefits of having an estate plan versus not having one and having to go through probate? Because I I know that this is a word that people hear all the time, um, Mm -hmm. but they don't realize what a mistake it is not to until, until they're, until they're there. Yeah. Until they're there and then it's too late. So, well, one of the, the number one false information out there that most people think is, oh, I have a will. I'm fine. Well, Uh a will distributes your property to certain people. It says who it goes to. It does not give the legal authority to anyone to do it. So you think you have a will. That's great. That's not enough. A trust and a complete estate plan, a trust will give your successor trustee legal authority to sell your property without going to court. So there's only three ways to transfer title. You have everybody on the title is alive and can sign, or you have a trust, which is a trustee in your place that can sign when you have already passed away or you're incapacitated, or you have a court order, which is probate. So you have to pick one of those three. Well, if you've passed away, option one is gone. So now we're due, we're to option two and three. Do we have a trust? If we have no trust, we have no option, but to go to probate court because the probate court has legal authority to transfer title to sell the property or give it to a person to sell the property. Mm -hmm. So that those are the only ways. And so that's the purpose behind having a trust versus no trust. A will. They say, oh, I have a power of attorney, but that power of attorney dies when the person dies. Correct. Correct. So it doesn't matter anymore. That power of attorney is dead. The other thing too, is it takes a lot of stress off of the family once you're gone uh, because you figured everything out because I have somebody really close to me who's going through the probate process, unfortunately, because she lost her parents very, very young. Mm. And um, it's so sad seeing somebody who is grieving, but also having to deal with the courts. Yeah. And it's a long process. It can take a year to two years. I mean, I don't like to push cases out that far, but I mean, I have one, we've got to evict tenants that are, you know, squatting in the house. And so Mm -hmm. it can take time to get through the unlawful detainer court and then we can move forward. So, I mean, the process can be long and yeah, if you have an estate plan and a trust set up, you don't, you can avoid that. Your family can avoid it. You're not here anymore. So don't do this to your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say that all the time. Well, if you hate your kids, don't <laughs> do a trust. Yeah. Not my problem. Okay. Well, it's their problem. You're worried about leaving them assets. So let's be worried about what you're really going to do to them, that they have to deal with this while they're grieving you on top of it. <laughs> and they lose a lot of the value because the attorney gets paid. The court has mm-hmm. fees. It right. takes time. A lot of things can happen to the property in the meantime before, right. it, before it gets dealt with. So yeah, like, like everything else in life, I always figure you pay me now or you pay me later, you know? Correct. And you're going to pay me a lot more later. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay me a lot more later because look at it this way. The cost that someone has to pay to the courts alone, the courts and the court probate process mm-hmm. is between three and $5,000. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. You do an estate plan for that amount. But in a probate, you still got to pay the attorney on top of that. So yeah, so it gets expensive. Don't do it. Bad plan. (laughs) I think a lot of people avoid it because of the cost, but then they don't realize that somebody's going to have to pay even pay it one way or the other. It's it's almost like life insurance policy. This isn't if you die, this is when you die. Guaranteed. Mm -hmm. We just don't know the expiration date. None of us do. So let's be prepared. Now, the other thing I love about you is that you're pretty flexible how you work with people. And, you know, so we have, this is designed for other business professionals, right? Because you really will accommodate people in terms of meeting them where they are. And that's one of the things I know I've sent you quite a few people. And I know that you have always been excellent with them, told them the truth and um, kept, you know, and have overperformed. If you say you're going to do something, it almost always happens way faster than you said. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to let uh, people know that. And on top of that, you're a blast to work with. You know? <laughs> we do have fun, right? We have to have fun and enjoy what we do and mm-hmm. helping people is the part of what we enjoy doing. And it's kind of every case is a puzzle, whether it's an estate plan and building a trust or a probate, it's kind of a little puzzle and how we get there. There is no case that's the same. And it's kind of that strategic box of how do we put it together? How do we fit all the pieces together to make it flow the best? And that's fun too, the strategy behind it. Absolutely. Um, Let's see. Is there anything that people should know about when they refer a client to you? Mm -hmm. You know, like, do you want to know ahead of time or, or, um, I mean, it's kind of like if, if I were, um, you know, another real estate professional like myself and I needed a, one of my clients needed a probate attorney or a trust attorney, you know, how can they reach you? How can they, um, you know, do you have a website, uh, an email, a phone number? How should they reach you? And how can we let you know that we have somebody to, that you need to work with? Let's put it that way. Well, usually, like, if you are referring somebody, if you could just drop us an email, my case managers, me, whatever, um, drop me an email so that I know, because sometimes I'm in meetings and I might not see it, and then have them contact, um, have them call my office. And they can either talk to myself, which doesn't always happen, right? If you just call randomly, because depending on my court calendar and whatnot, but to call right. and get, but Peyton's there or your right. assistant who does your trust, right? Linda, right. And either one of them, either way can help with that. And then they can get the ball rolling because sometimes we need more information. I need more information to figure mm-hmm. it out. So there's intake paperwork, um, and, and sometimes, I mean, if you know, like, if you know about a case and you may be interested in the property down the road, or you may not, or if you can give me that information, sometimes you might not know and just, hey, here's my information, call Tanya, then we can take it from there. We don't expect you or anyone else to provide information. If they have our number, they call us, we'll start from scratch and they tell us, oh, so-and-so referred me. That's great. So we don't we, we don't want to lay anything on anyone else. Just have them but, give us a call. So, Tanya, I meant for you to give your website and phone number. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, my phone number is 916-739-1900. 
And website is nigranlaw.com. Nigran is N as in Nancy, Y, G, R, E, N as in Nancy, law.com. And email is Tanya, T-O-N-Y-A at nigranlaw.com. And that's, that's the best way. Yep. And, and, and like you said, Peyton, will see it if, uh, you know, or Linda will see it if you're busy and the, you know, they'll get on top of it. They're both very, very efficient uh, people, um, which is, you know, I'm sure allows you to spend more time with people. It does. And just like you have a wonderful staff, you guys are very fun to work with. I mean, Laurel, I've sent you people that, because I don't know, I can't help them, but maybe you can. We, the goal is, is not to see somebody lose their house. There's exactly. other tools that you have, your staff and Shasta, everybody's really lovely to work with, knowledgeable. I mean, I was asking Shasta about streaming <laughs> things. I'm like, can you help me? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of the beauty of it. Even if it's a quick question, sometimes it's just a quick phone call between each other. Oh, hey, do you know how to do this? Can you help me? Sure. Great. Done. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice part of having the team, all of us working together to help as many people as we can. That was the whole point of the podcast was to highlight business professionals here in Sacramento, but not just any business professional, but people who, you know, we like, know, and trust um, because we want you to be able to help even more people. Um, and we love working and referring people who do have a big heart for what they do. Mm-hmm. And you're definitely one agreed. of those. Well, agreed. And I like doing the same thing. It's it's fun to all have the same common goal. And that's not always the case in, you know, various businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you know, really, we appreciate you coming, um, sharing your heart. Um, and, um, you know, I really want to encourage folks. Um, probate is not something you want to do by yourself. I've seen, oh my God, how many people have I seen who tried to do it? What they call pro per, but by yourself. Yes. Um, so whether you use Tanya or some of the other great attorneys that we know, depending on where you are and what your circumstances are, we can always put you to the right attorney and that we, in all of our network, but Tanya, especially if there's a mortgage involved or real estate involved, smart, mm-hmm. smart about all that and keeping everybody in line. And I just want you to, to, you know, this is not something you want to put your head in the sand about. I, I can't tell you how many really smart people have made this probate process go on forever by not getting an attorney involved right away. You need legal help with this. There's so many steps. So well, many there's things. 92, we have a task list of 92 steps per case and wow. it can grow from there depending on everything. But what I tell people, if you don't know, if you need a probate attorney, call my office, free consultation to figure out if you really need help. If we can't help you, we'll try to send you to Laurel or somebody that can, maybe it's not a legal issue. Maybe it is. You don't have to spend the money. Sometimes it's a 15, 10, 15 minute phone conversation. And I can tell you, generally what you might need to do mm-hmm. exactly don't do nothing that's the wrong plan exactly <laughs> that's the wrong plan no plan is not a good plan <laughs> that is not a good plan yeah well thank you so much tanya for coming on a heart to biz and we will be having tanya on our facebook lives coming soon so make sure to check out our facebook page laurel bias houses and we will do uh, topics with tanya and some other experts here in the sacramento area 
on uh, different topics. So make sure to check that out. Subscribe so you do not miss a Heart to Biz episode and come back next Thursday where we interview another local business professional here in Sacramento about their heart. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Heart to Biz podcast. For more information on past and upcoming episodes, please visit heart2biz.com.